people are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Hello, what have we here? A piece of junk. Join me and together we can listen to Wookiee of the Year. Across the galaxy, Jay-Z65000 here, joined as ever by famed rebel freedom fighter Shrishma Nike is in the house. Hey, Shrishi Boo. How's it going? I'm having a great time here. Deep uh, out in the outer rim, we are cruising through space on the mighty Wookiee of the Year one, of course, our favorite starship. Welcome back to the program. Episode two of the year, actually, the second Wookiee of this year, as we did cock it up last year and not do any. Um, I was thinking about this last night, actually, thinking about the show today. Uh, because we only do this once a year, mm-hmm. like I and I never go back and listen to what we actually publish. I realized that probably I just repeat myself every year. I think I'm probably just saying the same things once a year. So rather than this be like a show about content or uh, anything that would be helpful to a listener, like in the modern context of Star Wars, like news that you could use, like you're not going to find it here. I think this is more like a yearly check-in. It's more ceremonial than it is like an informative podcast where we just come here we reaffirm how we feel about things. It's usually the same. Maybe there's some slight deviations, but uh, anyway, this is the long way of saying if I repeat myself, like if you're new to the show and you just listen to like episodes one through seven or whatever, and now you're here, just understand that those early ones, that was a long time ago. I have no idea what we talked about. We have talked about some of the newer content that's come out. I guess I haven't listened to the early ones either. Yeah, I think with the like the review stuff, that's yes. fresh, right? Because yes. that's we're, we're just getting it for the first time. But right. as far as like the ruminating and like, how do I feel about it? Right. I think it tends to be the same probably. Well, I must say, since I've done... Since my first appearance on Wookiee to now, um, there's definitely been an evolution of how I feel about Star Wars. This is true. (laughs) I've noticed this. I'm really proud of you, number one. Um, Number two, like, yes, when we started our journey together on the Forest Moon of Endor, you were kind of like so-so, like you were a light dabbler in in the uni. You could say I was on the outer rim of the Star Wars I think you were. You were on like, yeah. If there's a bright center to the, you know, uh, to the galaxy, like this is the furthest spot from it that you could possibly be exactly. while still remaining in said galaxy. Exactly. I think that's an exact quote from the first movie. Um, but yeah, so that's where you started. But right. now I think you're I'm, in Coruscant. I'm in Coruscant. I'm at the center. <laughs> you know what that is. In the Jedi Temple. I'm here. Um, and I have a lot of feelings about the whole um Universe. Yeah, this, I'm so happy. I mean, this is all I've ever wanted is somebody who likes this stuff as well. So this is great for me. Um, we talked about the first part of your journey last episode right. where you ran through Mando and yes. Boba Fett and like, you know, the, the live action stuff for the most part. Uh, and now you're just what coming back from your mission to Cartooine, your return yes. to Cartooine. Um, it started as just a mission to Cartoon, but then it ended up being a rewatch of everything Star Wars. Just <laughs> <laughs> it was just a free-for-all. So you've done the full cycle twice this year then? Right. Okay. I wouldn't say. I feel like I've done the full cycle once. The first time it was half a cycle. And then I stopped at the cartoons. Right. Now I've done. I've watched You're all recycling. the cartoons. And then I did. Yes. Right. You know, I've been very vocal about not being so into the cartoons, right? The whole episode devoted to it. At least one, possibly five. (laughs) But uh, the fact that you've now gone through it and you seem to be, you know, my cursory take from you is that like you liked it pretty good. Yeah, I really liked the cartoons. I know there was some fluff, I think the first... Mm -hmm. But even in the first season, there was some interesting stuff, you know, as it pertained to Mandalore and the history of Mandalore. So there was some of that. Season three, season four. Yeah. That's where it starts picking up. Like when, when um, you get a lot more, I really like the Night Sisters yes, and you like, get, you know, uh, what's his name? Darth Maul Opress, and Oppress. Yeah, his brother. Savage Oppress, which I thought was fucking fantastic name for <laughs> you you liked it see a lot of people have beef with that name they think really? it's kind of silly yeah they think it's a little too on the nose it probably is that's probably why i liked it 
Um, it is pretty. It's pretty. I mean, like you know, Savage Oppressed. Yeah, they're not trying to be clever, guys. No, like, yeah, his not. name is Savage. Yeah. Like <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but it just makes me want your enthusiasm. Yes. It makes me want to go back and check him out just again. Ch- I think so. you should. I don't know. So tell me, how old were you when these cartoons came out? <laughs> okay, so if I recall, Clone Wars started around like. 2007 or 8 I want to say somewhere around there so it was after the prequels anyway yes and they went like right after Revenge of the Sith they did that first the first like three or four episodes are yeah of of just a movie broken up into episodes basically and that was in the theaters I didn't go see that okay and then so maybe you know it was even earlier five or six something like that but so I would have been late 20s when these were coming out so I did Start watching them back at the time. I think maybe when season five was coming out is okay. when I like got into, into it. Yeah. When, when I knew that Maul was back, like uh-huh. he's a cool character, so I wanted yeah. to check it out. Yeah. And yeah, I, I've I watched all of them, of course, as you do, and to again varying results. Like some yeah. of the stuff is really good. I, I really like some of the arcs. I think yes. the. Uh, Darth Maul's crime syndicate arc. Yeah, that was a good one. It's awesome. The Mandalore arc, which obviously continued into the show yeah. in a way, that was a good one. Um, well, also in Mandalore, you meet Obi-Wan's uh, baby mama, <laughs> Satine Cree. Well, obviously, I don't know. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. But you see his love interest. Yes. His boothing, Satine. Now, wait a minute, Trishma. <laughs> I thought Jedi were forbidden attachments. <laughs> and I think that fundamentally is the flaw of the Jedi and why they fell. The Jedi suck, man. It's all like the more I think about it, the more I hate the Jedi. Like you can't, you can't, like yes. So like now, what I've realized, like fundamentally, the thing with the Jedi, like they kept, they kept. The, so the whole, you know, you go to the dark side because you're given to fear, mm-hmm. anger, and hate. Right. Um, and the light side, you're pulled by obviously love. You would think. Yes. But they kept them. They kept prevented them from being in love, which was their greatest strength. Let up. Let Obi Wan show his let love. Him be, Come let on. them be in love, and let that love fuel them in the light side. And they can make baby Jedi's together. Like, what's the problem? I don't know. So maybe I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I feel like if you watch the movies in the sequence that I I watched them in, in Mandalorian, Luke gives Grogu a choice, which none of the other previous, you know, I feel Jedi were given. As far as like training goes? Yeah, like, you know, like, because the children were taken from their families and made and trained in the way of the Jedi. Yeah, okay, so you're talking old school, like... Old school, like Anakin, Ahsoka. Pre-Empire. Yeah, yeah. pre-Empire. Gotcha, yes, yeah. And then I think in some way, and even Luke was kind of forced into the training to be a Jedi and... He's given the choice. He, I guess because there's like because there's like the hero's journey, right? right? There's like the call to adventure. Yeah. And then there's the hero's refusal of the call and then he changes his mind and he's like, "Okay, I'll go on an adventure." Be, yeah. So so when you'll recall maybe from the original Star Wars when Obi-Wan is like, "You have to come with me. Right. You, we'll go save the princess and and blow up the Death Star. It'll be awesome." And he's like, "I can't, I got to go farm for yeah. my uncle. I got to right. do it." And then right. Aunt and uncle get burned alive, and like, then he's forced to. do And it. he's like, "Yeah, I want to come with you. Right. I want to, you know." So like, his refusal of the call is two minutes or whatever. But but I guess that was triggered by you know the death of his family that then made him yes. want to go take revenge or whatever. Yeah, right, right. His first um, steps. But I feel like in a way, like Luke then giving Grogu that choice to yeah. either go back to Mando or stay and do his training as a Jedi. Yeah. Hopefully, some kind of growth in the whole <laughs> new Jedi order. <laughs> How do you mean? Like maybe now they're not forcing people to be Jedi. Yeah, conscription they, or yeah, like stealing yeah. from parents. But when like babies. you know, you're doing this. It's your choice. So you're choosing to leave your attachments yes. behind rather than forcing to yes. leave their attachments. We can. I, the sooner we get away from this shit, the better. better. Because I. And I'm always old man on my front lawn waving at clouds, or, or you know, waving my fist at clouds, but. Back when those original three movies, yeah. there was none of that shit. Like that's it, what I, that's that's what my other question was going to be. Burn it down. Um, you you know I think you watched like your experience of what it was with the order of way things came out. Yeah, and right. they were put out into right. the world. Whereas I think I've had a chance to like look at it from 
kind of the storytelling perspective, mm-hmm. the way the story is progressing yeah. rather than what's being released out. So I think my view of it has been so different. You um, start at Phantom Menace. It's right. like where, where right? everything begins. That's so interesting to me uh, because I don't know if I were you, if I would make it right? to like the parts that I really enjoy. But obviously I was a kid, so I have special nostalgic <laughs> attachment to exactly. these things. Yeah, I understand. Which, and I understand that like people who really love like the prequels now, yeah. That's because they grew up when Watching, those were coming, coming out. out. Exactly. That was their childhood. Exactly. Right. So I totally get that. Yeah. And I, I respect it. I don't agree with it. Right. Because I think those movies stink. And the, I think we should burn it down and remake them. Call me Disney. One, two, three? Yeah. Yeah. I think Revenge of the Sith was okay. After That's my see, least favorite. After watching Clone Wars, <laughs> okay. I really enjoyed Revenge it's a, of the Sith. It enhanced Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, this is an interesting... This is a new viewing experience for any movie watchers or television watchers. The notion that like we have these original movies that we're now like filling in blanks around them with other content. And it does influence how you see the things that you saw originally. The thing that comes to mind for me are the dice. Uh, from Han Solo? Yes. Yes. So now the dice, I think, is like an old head from back when it was just three movies, right? The dice suck. Like, this is stupid. Nobody ever noticed those. Yeah. They were in the first movie only, I believe. Like, you barely see them. Right. They have no significance whatsoever. They're not any... They don't participate at all in the reasons why I love Star Wars. Right. So the fact that they then take them, and then then we see The Last Jedi, where uh, Luke gives them to Leia, I think is the deal. I think, yeah, and then she... And she gets really emotional. Oh, Han's dice. And then somehow they get to Ben Solo? No? Mm, I don't know about that. Do they show up again? I feel in the end, he opens his hand and he sees them in his hand. Mm, ah, sounds like I'm due for a rewatch. Check it out. I don't know, because I, I know somebody, like yeah. they show up in that he, he second did, uh, movie yeah. of the sequels. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's supposed to signify Han or whatever right. in his absence. Right. And we're supposed to feel something. But when you watched it, as it came out, it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what are these? Yeah. And then they put out Solo, yeah. where they then become like a pivotal plot piece or whatever. It's just, I've never, I don't think any of us have experienced storytelling in this way, yeah. where it's like one thing, thing yeah. echoing and amplifying yeah. another little thing that yeah. you didn't realize was supposed to be important. Like, and I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't know if I like um, it. I think it's like, you know, you're like taking the layers off and, and like, you know, just slowly opening the layers of, of the story. Yeah. Um, and so that's why things that, are, that were so irrelevant before. When I worked, first watched Mandalorian, I didn't enjoy the series because there was a lot of context that came from the Clone Wars. Okay. That in a way, when I watched it now the second time around, I was like, okay, a lot of this stuff makes a little bit more sense Interesting. And I didn't even notice that, but I already had seen The Clone Wars, so I wonder, yeah, okay. Um, And so that, so I enjoyed even the rewatching of Mandalorian Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more. Um, And then you you just understand so much more about the world that they're in, then you start like recognizing things. Um, and Clone Wars was so vast and so like every every other episode they'd be on a new world fighting a new kind of creature mm-hmm. um, and so I found it quite like like I said I took it very slow I didn't like go you know it happened over a couple of months okay it wasn't a full on binge yeah it wasn't a yeah. full on binge but one of the things I remember being super excited about in Clone Wars is uh, when there were flashes of Anakin's dark side, yeah. they would play play the Imperial March in the background. Yes, like, of course. They would be like the few, like just a few chords. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, you know. And like right. so that always like you know kept it going. And they do like in those later seasons, they do start getting into like the actual interesting yeah, stuff. stuff, like the politics of it all. The um the the Force planet with yeah. the daughter, daughter and the son and, and the all, like, son and the father. All that stuff is really interesting. Um, Qui Gon showing up yeah. again like I love like why was it this is my ultimate point yeah. it's like put that in the movie yeah like why did you I mean there's part of Clone Wars that could have been a movie it should have been the movie yeah and uh, called, there was even yeah, yeah. It's the, called the Clone Wars like 
Yeah, the, that, you, yeah. You base yeah. the entire prequels on like, well, I'm going to show you the Clone Wars. Right. <laughs> and then they just, he shows the beginning and the end. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was too expensive at the time. They didn't have enough money. And then animation was cheaper. Well, and this is another aesthetic issue I have with that movie is it looks like a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Like okay. those those okay. graphics don't hold up. Now listen, I understand <laughs> the nature of the business of movie making. Yeah. George Lucas invests probably two to two hundred and fifty million dollars of his own money into wow. producing a Star Wars movie. Okay. So and he need he's he, he has to set up like distribution and reserve theaters like right. so they have to plan this like years in advance. Right. I understand that. And pr- maybe like the financials work out. So look, we need to have this movie out within two and a half years, and so we can make our money back and like be clear right. and everything, and then keep this machine operating. Maybe that's the deal. Right. But all I'm thinking is, especially Attack of the Clones. Like uh, for me, I feel like Phantom Menace is the best okay. of those movies because he had plenty of time to like think about it and yeah. like craft a, a, I think a better story. Yeah. Maybe it's not my favorite, but I think it's more complete than the other two movies that come after. Because Attack of the Clones feels really rushed, and right. I and I know right. he struggled writing the script. So at that point, I would rather, dude, I don't need it this yeah. summer. But if you need an extra need, year right. to make it good, but then maybe take it. like the money people were not giving. I'm sure that's like the, I'm the sure the that's what it is, and, and I understand that. But it sucks, you know. Yeah, like I get the it. story part, the fact that it influences or makes for a lesser story is disappointing. I guess right. I understand. Which is why somehow I still I think that's with that feeling I enjoyed the the cartoon and I, it started off kind of like oh what is going on but there were there were definite moment, moments in Clone Wars where I was like oh my god I can't believe this is happening like um, mm-hmm. even Yoda going on his journey yeah. to to um, unveil or like. Um, to get the powers to, I think, project after death. Yes, yes. When he's given the when, secrets, when he's yeah. Given, he's given the secrets. I think Obi Wan, even um, Mace Windu, has cu- a couple of his own episodes where you see him going out and do his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thoroughly enjoyed Clone Wars. You know, the one that's that I, I think the first one that I saw that I actually really enjoyed was like kind of like a standalone episode mm. where it didn't really have much to do with anything. It was just like, it's called The Box. Mm. Obi-Wan is undercover as like a bounty hunter. Yes, yes, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Dooku like yeah. gets every Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But like, that was just a kick-ass adventure a episode. Adventure. Yeah. And you know, like I make fun of Dave Filoni <laughs> or like these cartoons or whatever, but like I'll, I would rather have this than nothing. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, I'm not a yeah. hater. Like, and he, you know. and there's some good stories in there, even yeah. like just like standalone. Like they all come with like a message to begin with, like mm-hmm. some kind of lesson to be learned. Um, but then they add to the overall, you know, story of this whole galaxy. Yeah, and I think um, they do. I pick on the the animation style, but they get so much better. They do. Like, they get a they get, lot better. That stuff on um, like Battle for Mandalore yeah. when they're in they're like jetpacks through the clouds yeah. and everything. Like that shit looks amazing. Yeah, it's really good. And the way they ended it, the last episode that's kind of in tandem with the Revenge of the Sith, where they're yes yeah even it that was that yeah, yeah set is, and then there was one scene where Ahsoka's just fighting and that was really like the whole like last I think 5, 6 and 7 I really enjoyed like I could really probably watch those again uh, that might maybe that's what I'll, or I'll do like 4, 5, 6, yeah just seven. pick out like I think in season 1 like if you pick out the Mandalore episodes mm-hmm. and then you can pick out and then just do like 4, 5, 6 uh, yeah I, I would give those a chance again and then you got into... And then I went into... Um, Rebels? Rebels. Okay. Rebels, I, I really... Like, I didn't know what to expect from Rebels, because mm-hmm. I also watched Rogue One, by the way. Did you? Okay, did. that was another question so, I had. <laughs> I watched now Rogue One. Um, and? I liked it. Rogue One was good. Rogue, was awesome. Rogue One was really good. So I think I did Rogue, Rebels, Rogue One, and then I did, you know... Um, Four, five, six. Okay, and I, Rogue One, I think is a is an example, a good example of that thing with the dice I was talking about, right. where like it's referencing something in another movie, but right. it does enhance it yeah. by the fact that it exists. Right. I th- you know I think that's the best part of it is it yeah. sets up the, sets the, the up first the movie. First, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and even though it's Andor, I, I watched some of Andor. I hear, I keep hearing from everyone, Andor is really great. Yeah. Um, but it's slow. It's slow. <laughs> that's that's the thing. I think it's a little slow. Yeah. Um, so I think you know I'll take a small break, but I'll probably watch Andor. It's um, much more. It's much closer to like a traditional hour-long like Apple TV yeah, drama, drama style. Yeah, you know, exactly. like it's it's much more I subtle you, and slow um, moving. You detach it from like the overall story. It's just like a piece of like a, a offshoot. Yeah, uh, that's that, that's um. Yeah, it's a an entirely different on like, its own. genre, but right. set in that, in world, that world. So, yeah. um, and it looked good. I just need to. I think I was more like, tell me what happens next. And yeah, I was yeah, more yeah. in that mindset. Yeah. Um. So I'll probably come back to Endor. But Rebels, I loved Rebels too. <laughs> like Rebels was great, yes. and Ezra was annoying as fuck. Okay, and I think so I know glad. you have Ezra. Yeah, Ezra yeah, thoughts. yeah. I, I really do, and I, I um, think this is what I was trying to remember last night. Was have I gotten specific about Ezra thoughts? I did last episode. Okay, a little bit, but there's more. But I'm wondering if I've already talked about it. So <laughs> I'd rather not. All I'm, all I will say is we're not going to talk about Ahsoka right now. Right, we're not. That's a future episode, yes. but we are on top of it. And in Ahsoka, we have just met a spoiler alert. We've fuck off. Yeah. We've just met Ezra. So <laughs> as um, we did Thrawn. As Grand we did Admiral. Yes. Admiral. We're gonna circle oh, should we circle back to Thrawn now? No, or so later? let's do it later. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I am curious to see if if my dislike for Ezra the character comes from the performance mm-hmm. or from the character, because my whole thing with Ezra, the short version is that like he's just like a whiny bitch. He he's a, a one-note whiny, whiny bitch. Like he doesn't listen and he doesn't right. learn from his mistakes. He keeps repeating the same mistake again and and again right. and again, um, and he doesn't listen to Kanan, who's a really good master in a way that's telling him to stop doing things. Yes, um, and he just keeps doing it anyway. Yeah, exactly. And gets gets everyone in trouble oh, this is so validating because this is i've been holding this for years at this point like almost a decade of just like i think i secretly hate ezra and everybody seems to be really into ezra oh, yeah i i mean it, it happened i think it had one of the con like one of the things kanan got blind because of him yes um well, that was and, because of ezra in a way I, mean, I, I don't remember uh, um, I have to rethink but I think because he went with Maul like he trusted but Kanan t- oh, kept telling Jesus. him not to this go but Ezra. he took you know he went with Maul like he trusted in him yeah to the Sith something or the other uh, yes okay that's the episode where then Ahsoka duels with Darth Vader where she meets him for the first time. Oh, so that's, that, so that's, that's, the, that's, that's the best episode, so, I think. So that, I mean, one of the reasons I love Rebels because it picked up from Clone Wars because you don't see Ahsoka again until uh, Rebels. Okay. Um, and then Ahsoka makes her re-entry right. at the end of the first season of Rebels. Um, and then that's where you see her facing the fact of what Anakin has become. Yes. Um, Which is, a, and it's a very powerful scene. I love that episode. Yes. I think everything about it is yeah. great. Um, I actually, so we're going to talk with my friend Mike about yeah. Ahsoka. He came to visit me one time um, from Chicago and he was just to hang out or whatever. And I like sat him down and made him watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm the consummate host, right? right. Like that's what you, I'm going to give you good Star Wars if you come to my house. A nice glass right. of wine, right. a really good Star Wars maybe you haven't right. seen. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I love. Because also you're getting some prime Darth Vader, yes. Darth Vader descending while standing on top of his Tie Fighter, with his cape billowing and everything like that. Give me that movie again. Yeah. You know we've been saying it. I mean I've been listening. So I've been listening to some podcasts. Oh, what are you listening to? Mostly the Ringerverse one with uh, okay. the Midnight Boys. Okay, never Shout heard out it. To my favorite Van Lathan. Okay, um, <laughs> I listen to podcasts mostly that he's in. Oh, okay. Um, is your podcast boo? He's is your my pod podcast boo? boo okay. Yes. Um, and I mean, I think they keep, one of the points that they made in their podcast was, you know, some of these should be movies. Why are you relegating these big moments yeah. into these series? Yes. Like these should be, you know, like they're movie worthy scenes. Like, you know, some of the ah- Ahsoka scenes that right. we've seen in the in the recent right uh, days. I agree. So I don't see. Why? Why are we not getting more of that? Yeah, on I the agree. big screen. I mean, and and the best scene in Rebels was you know Kanan 
sacrificing his life for the yeah. the rest of the crew and i and i still like i can still see like it was like whoa i had to take a moment like this is a cartoon they're doing this in like what if this was in yeah. like um in real life Wait, so, yeah like humans humans <laughs> right, yeah like, not in real life but you but know what i mean like in, in props in to life, um freddie life. prince jr though yes. great performance great the entire cast yes. honestly I really hope it's a character issue with Ezra and not the performance. <laughs> I don't want to knock, you know, like he was a kid, yeah. kid actor, you know, That's like true. it's tough. It's a tough gig. There were some nice characters that were introduced. You had Hera, Sindula. Yeah, let's run through the cast. Um, okay, how do we feel about Hera? Um, I think she's I'm cool. Pro, pro Hera. Yeah. She was a little annoying, uh, very like, you know, mother hen figure. Sure. But, but sure. sure, maybe that was her role um, as captain. Zeb, how do you feel Zeb. about Zeb? I'm I'm curious to what happened to him because he hasn't showed up in Ashoka. He wasn't in Mandalorian, um, and he's kind of disappeared after. So we haven't seen Rebels. him in live action yet. No, because I feel Are like we? I I feel like I've seen a picture of him at least. So I wonder if he's coming or. I would love to see him back. It looked awesome, like the live action yes. version of him. That I seemed to. Did I invent this? I, I mean, up. they have the mural on Ahsoka that they're all in. Right. I'm going to assume that he's going to show up at some point okay. on that show. Okay. Um, that would be cool. Uh, and then Sabine. Oh, yeah, we can't talk. She's another one. <laughs> we were talking about modern Sabine. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Right. But um, how do you feel about her in the context of Rebels and her whole story? Because she's kind of like... Right. She strikes me as the the character that they made where it's like, we need something for the kids who are like skateboarders mm. and, uh, you know, a little, somebody a little bit. Goth artist. Yeah, tougher, types. a little rougher around the edges right. maybe. or right. a little, Yeah, a little edgier. Yeah. But um, still safe and adorable. <laughs> you know? She was cool. I mean, if we follow the story, um, she, so we know from Clone Wars that the Empire kind of took over Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yes. Right. Um, and she was actually making weapons for the Empire on Mandalore. Yes. And then she, you know, decided that it was not the right thing to do. So she kind of spoke up and then got disowned by her family, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I thought that was an interesting plot line because then she, you know, she was... Act- I think that there was one episode that they were actually... Um, combating one of one of the technologies that she created, so that was an interesting, you know, mm-hmm. yes. Of, but she looks quite young to be, you know, this genius weapon maker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess when you're making main characters, like they got to right. be a little special. Right. It's something about, I mean, yeah. yeah. But I think so. The the other thing is like I'm not sure how like. Are these people not aging the same way in this universe as they would do in our known universe? That, I think that's a good question because they've never been able to fully resolve the fact that, like, when we meet Obi Wan, <laughs> like in the very first movie from the seventies, like right. that motherfucker is old. old. He's an yes. old fucking man, and yeah. Ewan McGregor was dewy early middle age Ewan McGregor in those prequels. Yes. He got a little shaggy in the show, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're doing the best they can. I, you know, they're, they're doing it well enough to get away with it. Right. I, I'd rather have it than not, you know? like. Yeah. And you got to have Ewan. Like, at this yes. point, he's kind of like... He's, he's, he's the, He is Obi-Wan. He's the bedrock of yes. that of this universe. Um, but even in... He shows up in Rebels on one episode, and he is, you know, shown as older with now, this the is white hair. Him and Maul? Him and Maul. In the desert? Where he, like... Slices Mall in Great one. episode. Amazing, <laughs> Amazing episode. And that's another one. They told Ezra not to go to Tatooine. Fuck. <laughs> that's so funny. I have to find Obi-Wan. I gotta do it. If I don't do it, somebody's gonna die. Something smellfish to me is gonna die. Oh my God. And then he Shut gets there up. and Obi-Wan is like, this is none of your business, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> You're not supposed so to be here. That was entertaining. <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> I've got um, to do this. I don't care what Kanan says. It's my feelings. He's such a... And, okay, so, oh, back to the... I think this was the point we left off on. Luke Skywalker was whiny farm bitch. Yes. And then he becomes cooler throughout the series. Right. And, like, that's part of his hero's journey. Right. They... I don't feel like they ever completed that arc... No. Maybe there. This is maybe the arc is so long that it's going to actually be completed in this new show, right? Right. But 
as far as like what we were given in Rebels, it's like you start off with as a fairly relatable young sort of street rat, you right. know, Aladdin type. Right. And then you become super entitled yet powerful and, you know, making teenage decisions because you're a teenager. I get it. But also, like, that's just where we leave you. It's very unappealing. Yeah, like, nobody yeah. nobody likes a teenager. I mean, <laughs> even I, w- I will say if there's anything. Um, so just to add, after I finish all this, I recently also watched 7, 8 and 9. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so I will say that the look that we got in those movies, uh, now I can see why people were disappointed. Because I think we we left him as he was at his rise, and yep. then we see him at his fall. So we right. don't get any cool look right. or like, you know, like badass look. So I think in that way, we're left wanting for that version of Luke, which we see in Mando. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that brief 10, 15 minutes. It, of, they're kind of limited by... Right. Yeah, but that is, and I, I did. I think I did talk about this, but like I love that scene so much right. because it is, right. and I think most of us would call him green lightsaber Luke. Right, yeah. You know, like exactly. Yeah. That's that's the one that we wanted to see. Yeah, and so to see even like a little bit of that it was, was fucking exciting. awesome. Like yes, I for sure, I love that episode. Um, CGI face and all. <laughs> yeah, which looks it looks okay. It, looks, it looked fine, and even when he was training Grogu, he looked fine. What I would like to do, can I propose a technological thing? Right. CTO of Lucasfilm, open your earballs. <laughs> Hear my words. Uh, wh- can you produce these shows in a way for like s- very special effects like the face AI, right? Like that's a very unique and impossible. There's a lot of work that goes into making it look as good as it does, you know? So it does bother me when people bitch about, you know, like it looks fake or whatever. I, I think. Part of that is just like your internal, like subconscious mm. knowledge of the fact that this is a de-aged face. Right. Somebody who doesn't know might not feel the same right. way. Like I, that's, I've that's had, a good point. I, that's. Yeah. I mean, I've had that experience with people, like right. with the um, when they did that with Peter Cushing in Rogue One when they bring back uh, what's his face uh, Tarkin, Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, that's okay. a, that's okay, a computer okay, okay. man. Okay. Yeah. But oh, I did not know that. See. So there you go. So, okay. so I mean, like they're pretty good at it, like objectively speaking. And in, in years from now, when nobody knows who's alive and who's dead or right. cares about that stuff, like they'll just be like, "Oh, it's oh, that that's cheekbone guy." Right. Yeah, right. right. Uh, that's Luke Skywalker, bitch. <laughs> here's here's my technology proposal, though. Can we stick like a bookmark on those scenes where every year you just do like a quick effects refresh with like the right. latest tech? You know, I like because like it's not that many shots, yeah. and you can just real quick like. If you do it right, nobody's really going to notice. It just will be more convincing than ever. Right. And then everybody feels good about it. Like, yeah, because that makes sense. Then- I know that technology, with in terms of what they've added as technology has evolved, um, they added Anakin, um, so Hayden Christensen's Anakin, to the end of The Return of the Jedi. Yeah, they did. Because I, I learned in the past, when the movies first came out, it was a different guy. Yes. Um, and then actually I was shocked because when I watched that movie at the end I was like Anakin was there I was like how did how did they know it was going to be Anakin right, right. back in the <laughs> he would have been like two years yeah, old I don't, like, I don't understand so then I had to google it and okay. then I found out can I tell you my Star Wars adventure right. recently okay so the other I watched two nights in a row mm-hmm. uh, I have a digital copy of oh. the despecialized edition which is there's this guy named Harmy who mm-hmm. is from somewhere Eastern Europe. Sorry, Harmy. Um, but he has spent the last, I don't know, decade, decade and a half, like reconstructing the original versions of the original three movies mm-hmm. because you can't find them anymore. Like they're just off the market. Like unless you have an old laser disc or a shitty DVD from like 20 years ago, you you can't find them or VHS too, okay, but like yeah, those tapes yeah, are. Yeah. So the whole deal is George Lucas, he's getting ready to release the prequels. Let me, we're going to do a little history lesson okay, for, okay. for everybody. The prequels are, are coming out. It's very exciting. It's announced, you know, like 94 ish, maybe like early to mid nineties. Lucasfilm makes the announcement. George is working on new star Wars. It's mm. going to happen guys. Not for a little while, but it's going to happen. So, to make this happen, they have to figure out the technology that will allow them to make the movies he wants. Right. 
So they are testing this tech on Lucasfilm television shows like Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. They start doing it for the reissues, the special editions of the original movies, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we got these original movies, guys. The Some of the effects are pretty janky. Let's, <laughs> let's develop the tech that will fix it, and then we'll use that tech to make the new movies as well. Okay. So that becomes uh, a part of it. Now, for whatever reason, I think there are two reasons why, but uh, they add some unnecessary stuff that... Okay that doesn't help the storytelling. So the the biggest offender in the original Star Wars special edition is that scene with Jabba outside the Millennium Falcon okay, yeah. where he's a he's just he's a cartoon. He looks right. like a cartoon character and it's so goofy. This was the original movie. This is the special edition. Okay, okay. That was not in the original movie. Okay. The reason being you don't need it because everything that they talk about Han Solo talks about with Greedo in the bar mm-hmm. in the scene before. So, like, they just repeat the same thing. Um, they shot that footage back in the day, but didn't use it. Right. The Jabba was actually, like, just this, like, big guy in a big fur coat. Just, like, like you can find the footage. It's really? on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out. So, they cut that out because you don't need it story-wise. Mm. They decide, you know what? Let's build the tech to build like 3d creatures like this we're gonna need to do it if we're gonna bring jar jar to life right so they replace that actor digitally with the digital slug right and it looks terrible like it looks really bad so i think they did it number one because they needed to build the software Mm -hmm. to like do that in the future good way to do it number two he wanted to add more incentive for people to go see it i guess like he thought that people didn't love star wars anymore which is crazy but like let's give them something new that they've never seen before and then they call it the special edition right and then he announces uh so just so everybody knows the special edition is actually just the edition now like it's not special at all it's just these are the star wars movies and everybody was like well what about the original ones that we fell in love with and he's like, yeah, well, this is better. I think this is better. This is what I would like the world to have. And the old stuff, you know, it's, just, it's VHS tapes. They'll just right. fall apart eventually. And right. people. And what's crazy to me is that he's absolutely right. And nowadays, people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known better. When people watch the movies, yeah. people like you watch the movies, like you think that that's. That's how it was. Right. Right. So the other night, uh, anyway, so. Going back to the beginning, uh, I watched the original version of Return of the Jedi, like two mm. nights in a row. No no CGI, uh, like the original color timing and like all the grain in the film and everything. Uh, the original songs, that movie, they replaced songs in Jabba's Palace oh. and added a whole new like, like uh, song and dance sequence where the yeah, aliens are like singing at each other. Yeah. That's not in the movie. That's bullshit. That's some cartoon fucking bull. Get that out of my Star Wars. <laughs> Says the old guy, right? But if you grew up with it and you're a kid, like right. you like, and George is thinking of kids, he's a yeah. father, and like, so Jar Jar was supposed to be for kids. I get it, you know. But at the same time, those movies were great as they, as were, they were, and yeah, we loved true. them because they were great. And I gotta tell you, it was really refreshing. Yeah. Because um, I don't watch these versions that often if right. I do watch them. Um, but to see it and to see it actually hold up as well as it does. Uh, and it's a pretty good reconstruction, this version that I have, but mm-hmm. there's a new one coming that I'm excited about because it's going to be even better, I think. Um, of the same movie? or The same movie, yeah. So, like more de- deconstructed than before? Um, like better versions of the original okay. print. So the journey that this dude who builds this thing mm-hmm. is has been on to get copies of the originals, they're so hard to find. Mm-hmm. So like... He gets like fragments of like the original 35 projector film or whatever and like has to like digitally restore everything. And so there are all these different um, versions floating around that different collectors have and they all get together and you know like pool their resources and try to build the best version mm. of what it was actually like when it came out. It's a very noble effort, I think, right. because apparently Lucasfilm doesn't care that... <laughs> Those versions will, I mean, there is an audience for those versions. Maybe not forever. You know, probably it's going to be older people like me who are going to be interested and want to pay money for that or whatever. So I understand that, like, the shelf life of that investment is maybe not Mm -hmm. perfect. But 
this is where I come back to my uh, my grand plan. <laughs> Let's put this on the idea board next to the AI uh, Facebook marks right. for <laughs> for when we're de aging Mark Hamill. Um, which we should just be doing all, like give DH Mark Hamill a show, please. Yeah. Like, I'll I'll look at that I mean, weird we robot ha- face. We have to because we have to understand why he, from him, you know, building the yes. temple for the next generation of Jedi. What happened with Ben Solo and what created, you know, uh, Kylo Ren? Right. We have to do it. We have to get. You like, have to. You cannot leave the audience not knowing. Either Dave Filoni. Uh, I, you're absolutely right. And John Favreau too. Right. He's also responsible. He's also yeah. But like, either figure out the the robot faces, get him really good, or get Sebastian Stan, or recast some recast unknown it, right. like exactly. Nobody exactly. would have a problem with that. Yeah. Mark wouldn't have a problem with right. that. Like, there's recast still a place a, for him. Yeah, as you said, someone new, someone fresh, yeah. but that kind of you know has the vibe of uh, uh, at his peak, um, Luke Skywalker. Right. And put out a show or movie, yes. whatever you want. Exactly. Do. Like. <laughs> We have to get over the preciousness of, he says, having just talked about how much he loves the original Return of the Jedi. We got to get over it, guys. Come on, destroy the past. <laughs> so, on the idea board, right? Right. I call it the maker cut. Here's what we do. I want to get George involved because it's George's right. picture, right? So when George sells Lucasfilm for billions of dollars and then gives that money to charity, he's a brilliant man. We have no issue with George. You're amazing. You're an amazing goofball, George. Something amazing, I must say. And give him back to society. You know, as a very wealthy man, like good man. Um, But George sells the whole thing, knowing like this is it. These are the final versions. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm comfortable with. So when those movies went to Disney Plus after the purchase, like that's the final version allegedly that we'll see, and that's where they added. I think they updated Jabba again. They've updated Jabba like four or five times. It's crazy. They've never gotten it right. Just build the puppet for fuck's sake. Why why are we doing this? I mean, he looks fine in the... I have never... I mean, I think he's meant to look like shit. So he does... In that way, he kind of looks (laughs) That's true. Jabba (laughs) is meant to look like like shit. He's not supposed to look... The puppet is just so slimy and awesome, though. You know, I just love puppets. Yeah. But and they also added McClunky, the the word McClunky to when Greedo gets shot, I think, or mm. Greedo shoots. It's the weirdest. Like nobody understands why they would add yeah. him going McClunky. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking s- why. That's the change you want to make. <laughs> um. But this is this is leads me back to my point. Is like the original movies that all of this the house is built on, right? Right. We have the shitty versions. We're watching the bad versions. So I'm not saying take it back to pre-CGI because right. those early effects, especially in the first movie, right. they look real bad. Like, they needed to be updated. Yeah. I, I guess um, have them as an option. So if people want to watch exactly. original, original yeah. versus remastered, it's a bonus original. disc or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. And have, have what the option hurt? available. For the sake of history, if nothing right. else, that's like, true. that's the movie that made everything famous about right. it. Like, not the, not the other Not stuff. Jar Jar. Yeah. So we we keep some of the updated effects, most of them. Okay. I think mostly the really good, like the as far as like spaceships and the battles and stuff like that. Maybe you want to do a fresh coat of paint with the new right. tech, like right. just make the investment, make it as good as possible. It looks as like the stuff they put out now looks photo real, like it's totally convincing. It's as good as it will be. I mean, so just do it now and yeah. then lock it in as the final. Take out those extra bonus scenes that you mm-hmm. put in. The other problem with seeing um, computer uh, blobby cartoon Jabba in that first movie is that it ruins the reveal of him in the third movie. Right. Like, the whole time you're hearing about, like, this guy Jabba the Hutt, he, he's got a bounty on my head. I gotta go pay Jabba. And you're like, who the fuck is this Jabba guy? And then you see him and he's this big slimy puppet and you're like, what the fuck is that yeah. thing? Yeah. And it's hilarious. Like, so you're ruining that note. So just take that scene out. It's, it's never looked good. You'll never get it to look good, and you don't need it for the story. It just slows things down. Same thing with the dance sequence in Jabba's Palace. <laughs> take that shit out. They needed some character. They needed some... If you watch the original, like, the song is better. Okay. The dancing yeah. is yeah. sexier. Like, right. it's it's just... Yeah. The vibe is different. And you didn't... That's a totally needless change that they made just for the sake of, like, something new. Or we've got new, um, you know animation modules right. to test or whatever the other thing is the the sarlacc pit that yeah. they <laughs> fall into right yeah. that yeah. 
So the version that you've seen, he's got like a big beaky mouth. Yeah. That's not in the original. The original, it's it's it looks like it's just the mouth with all those teeth. Yeah, I think that's the one that's online. Um, but this uh, the one online has a beak. It's got like an actual mouth. I feel like it was a hole, like like a. There's still a hole, but like the the mouth comes out of it, and like they fall into it, you know. Okay. But when in the original version, it's it's more of like a sphincter. <laughs> like it looks like uh, okay. like a toothy. Like it just okay. looks way weirder and okay. scarier. Actually, yeah. like the beak is so cartoony. And like right. again, if you're gonna do it, at least update the animation so mm. it doesn't look like shit. Um, so these this is what I want to do. And either George, you can participate in this process. George, I know you're listening. Um, or I will do it for you, right. uh, pro bono, of course, of course, and then get you to sign off on it because I just want us to have the best possible version of your movies right. and the stuff that you added. So the closest one to being successful is Empire Strikes Back, I okay. think, because that's mostly left alone. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where they fuck it up. So they the changes that they made, uh, they added some new stuff with the... Uh, I forget what he's called, the abominable snowman, mm-hmm. you know, when he hits Luke or whatever. That's fine. Those look good. Uh, they added, they replaced the original Emperor's face in the hologram. Okay. With Ian McDermott, uh, uh, because the original version was actually a woman's face with oh. baboon eyes superimposed over, like totally different vibe. Real creepy. <laughs> yeah. Real creepy. Interesting. Different okay. voice yeah. and everything. So I get it. Continuity, that's great. We love Ian. He does a great job. The hologram doesn't look good. We need to fix that. And then they added, it's so stupid. So they have the whole fight on Cloud City. Everybody escapes. Luke finally gets picked up by the Millennium Falcon. And we're end of the movie. And they added a scene that shows Darth Vader getting onto his spaceship Mm -hmm. to go back to the bigger spaceship. As... And originally we didn't see that. It's just he's suddenly on the other ship. But I can in my head piece together that like, oh, yeah, he must have gotten on a spaceship and flown back to his bigger spaceship. <laughs> but they so, have to show it. And they show it. It's a. It's like a scene lifted out of Return, to, uh, Return of the Jedi of the oh, okay. the shuttle Tidarium, the three-winged mm-hmm. guy, you know, mm-hmm. like which is a very unique right. shuttle design, which you only saw originally in that third movie. Okay. Uh, so... They ruined that surprise. That, that, that reveal surprise in the of like, oh, look at this design. Second of all, it just looks totally different. Like it's unnecessary. Like I don't need to see him fly a spaceship. Let's end the movie. Yeah. And also, it's just I know it's a lift from the Death Star in the third movie. Like it looks like it. You can see it's so. Why did you do that? Maybe like, because at this point, like everyone's everyone already knows what these machines look like. I th- I'm sure that's part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Because so, like, uh, it's not surprise anymore, right? Versus, I'm just for story's sake. Yeah, I it, actually, they, I didn't add any value to the. We everybody wins. Like I feel right. good about seeing that spaceship in the third movie, right? And also, it makes the story move quicker and more effectively. Right. So, how about that guy? It's just my proposal because I'm kind of embarrassed by the original three, which I love with all my heart. Right. But the version that you get to see are so are little are tweaked they're not as good you know okay. it's just like uh, it's it's sad because those originals they, they worked for a reason like they touched right. people for a reason and they're good do you enough. think they don't do that now um they, apparently they do like you, you like them okay i mean i i've i'm no problem with the originals i don't think they're slower I mean, they're from they're a different slower. time you know, obviously like, you know they're of a different quality yeah, and yeah. so they're not in the same like i mean they're okay. I still like them. I won't say they're my favorite movies. Okay. Um, but they're good movies. They tell a story that's that's very important in this whole saga that we you know we're traveling on. Right. Um, so I think yeah, they're perfectly. Okay. So I just detoured us way the hell off. But I want to get back to you watching the sequels, which are very controversial. Right. You know, like in the very small. I think limited echo chamber of the internet dialogue about Star Wars and all that. Uh, right now, the trend seems to be we're, we're rehabbing the prequels with all the new Filoni stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we're trying to make that stuff better by adding this other story and context. The sequels are being kind of ignored right now because mm-hmm. that very small but vocal crowd did not like them very much and wants, you know, they have petitions to get them, you know, 
kicked out of the canon and remade and all mm. this stuff. So goofy. Like, I mean, so I don't think what's your experience be, yeah. with the sequels now? You just watched yeah. them again. I just watched them. So up until this point, I have always told you that I didn't really like, like they were okay, like not not anything. And I always felt like they were half-told stories for some reason. But it was only because I hadn't seen all this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so watching everything in the order then that I did, you know, obviously now I've watched from the beginning, Clone Wars, everything between Clone Wars and the original movies, um, as well as I know the context of, you know, some of the stuff from Mandalorian, mm-hmm. all of the stuff. I'm, I'm really good with it now. Right. So then I go in and watch, yeah, what, seven, eight, nine, and they were great movies. Like, I know they, they I think one of my, my criticisms is that, yeah, they didn't show the look that we wanted or the look that we deserved. Um, mm-hmm. But still, I mean, you got Harrison Ford, you got Han Solo coming back, facing his son, and, you know, that whole battle of, you know, turn away from the dark. You know, there's there's still good in you. Like, you hear the echoes of, you know, how Padme felt about Anakin. You yes. hear that with, yes. with Kylo Ren. Um, so you had Han Solo's, you know, his interactions with his son you have then his master luke's interaction with kylo ren Mm -hmm. and then you have in a very limited way though still okay leia's interaction with her son right right uh and so those were like the main themes you want to pull on and then you Mm -hmm. have the entrance of ray there were some amazing fight scenes between ray and kylo ren some of the best yeah some of the best they've ever done yeah Yeah. um that death star it was she's great. doing the backflips yeah, and all was, like she 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 I think of, of all the movies Daisy Ridley's action sequences with Kylo Ren were the best right of the movies yeah I obviously totally I don't agree. think you can compare like animation there have been some amazing fights yeah 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 you know? but I think that's different than live action um, so they had some killer light scenes and then they were well thought through stories like they had explanations that were like you know references to references to the time of you know luke building his next generation mm-hmm. of jedi again what happened is a question mark but you understand it was always this pull to the dark side um and then yeah they ended it well that final scene where they're you know they're like rise rise Telling Ray to rise, like I that, it that hit scene. me. It hit me. Oh, me too. Done. Like, I was okay. Yeah. I was like, this is it. Like, <laughs> especially uh, now that you've seen all the now. All so the I, other I know who the voice. Obviously, Kanan's in there. Kanan's in like, there. in there. Qui Gon. Everyone. Every. I love it. Like, it I get, was, I'm getting chills I was thinking like, about it. Rise, Like, I felt it. So I was like, okay, I'm a sucker for all of these now. No, you know that. You know they filmed the actors. Yeah, saying it right, and they didn't. They didn't use it. Uh, they filmed them like in full yeah. outfits. Like they were supposed to show up as force ghosts originally. No, I'm, they should have so done that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Or maybe they shouldn't have. Maybe the voices were more effective uh, yeah, that's, because it was our imagination exactly. that I, we were using. I like the like. I didn't know that until after I'd seen the movie and okay. and the scene that I saw watching the movie. Like yeah. it moved me. I, like I like it. it yeah, just as it is. I'm totally happy with me. it. Um, um, and, but knowing that they, they did actually shoot it, it does make me wonder because... Like maybe just put it out as like bonus content or something. So do you know like backstory about that last movie? Have you heard any like of the yeah. goss? There's hot goss about it. Okay. That it was taken away from JJ and a bunch of shit was cut out of it or it was like kind of oh. tightened up in a way that left a lot of uh, or more loose ends than he wanted. Like mm. JJ's not happy with that mm. final cut is what the rumor is. Okay. So I, I'm really curious. I, I would assume that that's JJ's. That would have been his like go-to. Like, yeah, we're gonna do the, the Force right, Ghost. Right. Everybody's, you know, because yeah. Luke would be there too. It would yeah. be mind boy Anakin and Luke together as Force Ghost. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! Like, and to have seen Ahsoka, exactly within that yeah. family, and then all of them, and, and they would have had Rosario because yeah. she had already she kind of been, been tapped yeah. for that. But then here's my question: So does this mean that going into seven, like Ahsoka is gonna die soon? It kind of feels that way. And so will Grogu. <laughs> I don't know about Grogu. I'm. I feel like Grogu. Because they were Grogu really lives. Grogu lives. <laughs> because <laughs> he wasn't there, and they kept referring to Luke as the last Jedi. And then it's not, you know, Luke just. That's a know, good point because Luke did, cause then did train becomes, Grogu. Right. I guess oh, I never thought about that. Now that we know that they did cross paths, mm. 
I wonder if that's like one of his great failings. Like, was he part of like the Jedi Temple mm. burn down or whatever? We got to see it, Disney. Hello. Uh, we got to see it. Tell gotta us the story. It. So all of this to say that Star Wars is now has moved in my ranking of these universes. It's, it's on the top right now. It's beating Marvel it's right beating now. It's beating Marvel right wow. now. Wow. Um, and what do you... Uh, uh, ascribe that what am I uh, what do you yeah, why do you I mean, think it's, that is it's the force I mean you know I'm a sucker for a good story about some, you know energies yeah right um, and that's what it's all about and then yeah I think you know it's just like good people good too people, like I like, want you know like the, the battle like we all battle with you know the good like the positive and the negatives in our life mm-hmm. um, and how not to give in to you know anger fear and you know sadness or whatever like focus your energy on the good and good things will happen don't give in to the dark and Um, but it also in in order for there to be light there has to be some dark sure it's you know balance i think balance is the biggest lesson that you can learn from life yeah um and friendship friendship. as well yeah and then like sticking together and like this crew of you know, we have a mission. Let's go do it. And then, you know, like I, I love all of it. I can't. Um, I, the I can't remember where I read. Somebody either read this or said this somewhere. And I'm sorry for not giving you credit, but they brought up the fact that all of Han's friends, Han, Han Solo, right, alone, like not a friend in the world. That's the start. His his journey is like he's man alone. Him and Chewie. And then at the last movie, all of his friends come to save him. Right. It's like, that's the start of Return of the Jedi. Right. It's fucking awesome. You know, like the power, redemption of friendship. Yeah. And even in like, I don't know which one, I think probably nine, they all go to save Chewie. They go back onto the Death Star planet to save Chewie. Yeah. Um, And I don't think I'll ever be sadder than hearing Chewie cry when he found out that Leia had died. Yeah. (laughs) That shit broke my heart. Yes. (laughs) I remember being moved by it when I first watched the movie as well. But Mm -hmm. like, again, with all this extra context, Mm -hmm. it just adds... uh, It's a good... The movie has issues, but they all yeah, do. And okay. for and the most fine. part, I think it's a good I don't think you can, they can be perfect. I no. think I've learned with, you know, investing so much hope in these movies, it's always going to be what it is. Right. And so we right. just have to like... like Manage your expectations a little bit. Yeah. My only, my biggest beef with the last one is I feel like Finn gets a little shortchanged mm. as far as like his arc because the, and this is apparently part of the when they took it away from JJ is they cut out the part where it, oh yeah I'm force sensitive like I have the force ah. because you if you recall because he always says the force will help me like there was one part in the early movies where he's like well the force will help me out right yeah you know, like yeah. he refers to it once or twice but maybe that's what's coming up if they ever get John Boy Egg back, he's pretty pissed about it, I think. Oh, okay. But they they have the scene in that last movie where right before they think they're going to die, he's like, Ray, I never got to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they never they never, they never finished it. But yeah. that was what he was supposed to tell her. It was like, I feel the force. Uh, I thought he was going to say, I love you. Well, that was the other part, too, okay. which is what it should have been. <laughs> uh, but they made some pretty... Uh, Bad choices. I don't like yeah. the fact that the abusive boyfriend... Right. Or, you know, right. <laughs> like, we're... Yeah, mm. it's a bad message, I, I think. Anyway, but and it should just be Finn. Like yeah. they had, they had the chemistry. They did have the chemistry. They had the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> did Finn misread uh, a vibe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just to end with, R two D two will be my favorite character um, for for all time. I feel like R two E. He's always there, right? He's always there. He's kind of one of the most interesting he, characters. He is. He yeah. He is. Should we write a script for the R two movie? R two. Like they're R2. Re- redeeming all of these characters who kind of got like yeah. short shrifted. Like maybe yeah. R two needs a fresh coat of paint. Maybe. Makes but sense. I don't think he does. I think he holds his own as a very yeah. important character yeah. in this whole series. Um, but <laughs> even in Clone Wars, like Ahsoka will call him R two E. And like yeah. you know, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah he's a fun guy. Um, I love him. I love art too. I want my own personal art. Okay, I think they make think, those. I you think, can get I one. I think that's possible. Yeah. In the like a one that opens up and has a bar on the inside, yeah. maybe. That'd well, nice. not that you know what kind of bar, like the rolling bar. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> I don't drink alcohol. Right. Oh, okay. Not at all. 
Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, great sesh. Thanks for catching us up. We're going to get back together for Ahsoka. We got a few more two episodes more. left. Yeah, two more. Okay. And we got a lot of things to say about Oof. this already. So, a like, lot. it was uh, surprise it wasn't so hard to, like, not talk about that because um, I really want to. But that's coming soon. So, thanks for joining us. And hey, Shrishma. Hey. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? 